Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to a Monday, March 15th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. Yeah, we just kind of wrapped up a really busy stretch of hockey, and we're going to start another busy one tonight with one day in between. It's kind of a New York state of mind this week as the Flyers and Rangers will drop the puck on two straight in Madison Square Garden tonight at 7 o'clock. Tonight at 7, and then on Wednesday at 7.30. Flyers will have a back-to-back on Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday with the Rangers, Thursday with the New York Islanders, and then Saturday with the New York Islanders as well before returning back home to the Wells Fargo Center a week from today on the 22nd, once again, against those Islanders. As I said, a busy time and a very important stretch in the season for the Flyers. Having through, gone through their last 10 games with a record of 5-5 five and five, uh, and falling now behind in the standings a bit, uh, they still have the games in hand, but uh, they're on the outside of the playoff picture looking in. Teams ahead of them in the standings have been playing extremely well, especially when you look at the New York Islanders, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Washington Capitals. And the Flyers uh, need to become one of those teams that's playing really well and winning games in the standings at this point in the season. We're going to talk with Elaine Vigneault, who I had a chance to have on my radio show yesterday, and uh, get his thoughts on what plagues this team. And where we're going to start is with the fact that the Flyers, on 12 occasions this year, when they've scored a goal to put them either within one goal of the opposition or tie the opposition, they have given up a goal after they've scored that goal within two minutes on 12 occurrences. So we're going to talk to Elaine Vigneault. So that's where we're going to start with Elaine Vigneault and get his kind of explanation on why he thinks that is. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that, uh, you know, those are pressure moments in a game, Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to handle those better than we have. I, you know, sometimes, you know, we've gotten down by more than one goal. And, uh, you know, you you get back to that one goal margin. And there's still a, a lot of time left on the clock that, uh, you know, you, you can continue to, to push and, and be in that game. And maybe the odd time, you know, we uh, made the uh, low percentage play. Or maybe, you know, some of those times that the other team was able to to, to find a way to, to to bury one of those opportunities, so that's definitely, you know, one of the areas that we've talked to our team. You know, start of periods, end of periods, uh, after a goal, et cetera. Those are all pressure moments, moments in games that you know can give your team really good momentum or give the other team some really good momentum. And uh, for a good portion of this season, you said 12 games, we seem to be on the wrong end of that. It's definitely something that, uh, you know, we're talking to our team about and uh, very confident that we're going to get better at. A.V., you and I spoke earlier in the season and, and about the process. The result was good, but the process was not great. You guys weren't generating enough zone time, not getting pucks deep behind their D. And therefore, you know, stressing you guys defensively with quick, quick transition play. Um, lately, though, the last 10 games for you guys, you're averaging over 35 shots a game. Zone time has increased. Your shot suppression is much better, averaging just giving up 25 shots per game. But the record's 5-5. Five and five. Uh, <laughs> Hockey's a weird sport. But uh, c- can you kind of speak to where the process for the team is now as compared to where the beginning? So much for stats. Eh? So much for playing the right yeah, way exactly. and trying to do the right thing. <laughs> You know, it's 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 a it's a tough game, and uh, you know uh, sometimes it's a it's a save here, it's a it's a bounce there offensively, 
that uh, you know changes the, the dynamic of the game that you're in. But I, I know a lot of people will say I'm, I'm not making a lot of sense, but we have been trending the right way. Uh, we have been trending the right way for quite some time, but unfortunately, uh, you know, it's it's been challenging for us. I think, and and I, I'm confident that my my players see the same thing that. You know, if we continue to do the right things, to play with the uh, the same amount of fight that we have, I mean, we've gotten behind in, in a lot of games and and never quit. You know, we've kept going, kept kept pushing, uh, made a lot of those games games, and uh, you know, uh, it's a matter I, I believe of of our whole team. You know, finding that that confidence that you need. You know, it starts with our goaltender. You know we're trying to play better, and we are playing better in front of them. Obviously, um, both uh, Brian and Carter, uh, you know, need to, to to get their game to where, uh, you know, your team has a, a, a real chance to, to 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 win that game, and they're working hard. So I've got a lot of faith and, and trust in those guys, and the rest of our group. It's just a matter of you know keep uh, you know analyzing your game individually. We'll keep bringing things up uh, to our group, uh, whether it be five-on-five or specialty teams, uh, power play or penalty killing, and, you know, keep pushing. And uh, if you do that, then there's still a lot of hockey left to be played. We're not at the midpoint yet, and you've got to make sure that you improve, and that's what we're trying to do as a group and as a team. A.V., sometimes the result takes time to catch up with the process. Maybe that was the case early in the season when the process wasn't great and the result wasn't catching up, and, and it's, it's the reverse now where the process is good. I brought up a situation about five, six years ago where the Flyers were in a nine-game losing streak, and Ron Hextall spoke and said, we're playing good hockey, and the fan base freaked out because yeah. how, how can you say we're playing good hockey and you lost nine straight? But eventually they went, you know, they had, I think, one more loss in that streak, and then, boom, they rattled off seven straight wins. It, yeah. it, 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 it's not as simple as just looking at the result all the time, isn't it? No, and, and I mean, you know, it's sometimes lessons are, are, are more pleasant to learn when you're winning than when you're losing, yeah. but both, both have benefits. And, you know, our group right now has, heard, has, has learned some lessons. Even though at the beginning of the year we were winning, uh, you know, we were talking to our team about needing to improve. And we are improving right now, but we're not winning. So we got to put it all together, from our goaltender to our defense to our forwards uh, to our plays when we don't have the puck to the plays when we do have the puck. And, uh, you know, our group came in here today. We had a real solid practice. Uh, there was a lot of focus, a lot of intensity. Uh, we're starting a, a good stretch of a lot of hockey games there where we're going to be tested, and we need to respond. And if I look at the way we've responded, we, uh, you know, a lot of these games lately haven't started the way we wanted, uh, but uh, we've been pushing and, and we we're controlling our response. And I really believe that if we keep that same you know, focus and mindset and attitude that same uh, things are going to trend positively our way here. You're going back to Carter Hart uh, to start the game on Monday against the Rangers. Yep. You got him in last night. Maybe that was the best way to get him back in, too. Not thinking about it all day. Boom, you're back in uh, to get your, your feet under you a little bit. I know he's been working hard with uh, Kim Dillaball, the, the Flyers goaltender coach, on the structural elements of his game. 
Um, and the other night, he, he sounded like he was searching for some answers. Do you think he's found some of those answers, or does that come with success getting back on the ice and playing? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we could tell Carter that we have a lot of faith in him, and we trust him, and we think that he's a real good young goaltender. At the end of the day, he's got to go out there and prove it and prove it to himself. Uh, I would say to you, like all players sometimes, you know, you, you talked at the beginning of the interview about simplifying things and simplifying the process, et cetera. I would say with Carter, it's the same thing. You know, he's got to think about stopping the next puck. And after he stopped that puck, he's got to think about stopping the next puck and so on and so forth. You know, he's got to put uh, his mindset uh, in, in, in a clear picture. Like when you play golf, you know, you can't come back to the hole where you've been putting it out of bounds and thinking about the out of bounds. You know, you got to think about having a clean swing and putting it down the fairway and, you know, trusting your swing. Well, it's the same thing with Carter. He's got to trust himself, trust that all the work that he's put in, he's going to put it on stopping the next puck. And, uh, you know, we can tell him everything he can work with uh, Kim as much as he wants, and I know he's got a lot of people uh, talking to him, uh, helping him to, to work his way through, but at the end of the day, he's got to trust himself and focus on the right things right now. It's always about the next one, not exactly. about the last one, whether it's a goal or a save. You're so right. Exactly. Uh, let me ask you about Nolan Patrick. Uh, we had a caller uh, earlier. Uh, you, what have you seen out of his game? He obviously AV didn't play a lot of hockey in the last year and a half coming into this season, and it's going to take time for a skilled player like that to get his game back in order. Um, I, I mentioned in the car, I'd like to see him compete a little bit more. I think he has been of late. What have you seen out of uh, a guy like Nolan Patrick who got, got the goal last night and got a big shootout goal for you the other night as well? Yeah, you know, he's uh, without a doubt. I mean, this is these are, are tough situations, challenging situations for him and Oscar. I mean, you, you look at the, you know, the fact that they've been out so much. Uh, you look at the, the, uh, the, the, the COVID uh, variables in the sense that, you know, hard to find training facilities, hard to really put yourself in a, in a training environment uh, that would permit you to uh, come here, you know, feeling real good about, about yourself. So he sort of worked his way into a shape with, a, you know, a seven or eight day training camp. That's not easy. It's not easy for a player that was here with us the whole year last year. <coughs> Imagine guys like himself or Oscar, you know, who weren't here and didn't play uh, very much. So uh, I, I think both those guys, we have to show patience. You know, we were hoping coming into this season that uh, they would have a positive impact on our team. We still believe that they will. I still believe both those guys are trending the right way. Like just a lot of our other young players, you know, from Carter to Phil Myers to, to Provi to Travis Sanheim. I mean, these are young players that are, are getting a, an opportunity right now, uh, more important minutes, tougher minutes, and uh, we believe that they will uh, grow into, the, into you know, top-end players, and that's where they're either going to prove us wrong or prove us right, but we believe that they're going to prove us right. Yeah, success at the NHL level is not a straight line. I keep kind of no, reiterating it's, yeah. that. It, it, there's, there's peaks and valleys, no doubt. Last thing for you, uh, Elaine. Yep. I, I know you were asked the other day, you don't want any of your groups and your team to be a bit of a revolving door of roster decisions. I mean, the fourth line is one area where you go, okay, maybe that can revolve a little bit. But you certainly don't want your decor and your top nine forwards to be in that situation. But you've had that a little bit on the back end with guys in and out of the lineup, the defensive pairings. You're not finding the chemistry that you want. And I know the other day, 
you were asked about it, and you mentioned that we haven't found that chemistry, but we got some options, and we're going to find that chemistry. What, what is the key there? Is it finding somebody to play with Proveroff that fits and then slots everybody correctly defensively? Yeah, you know, I, I really believe that we have that, that, that personnel on our group right now. Just some guys haven't met expectations or haven't played as well as, you know, I think that they can play. I, I talked about Phil. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, uh, Gustafson on D can play better than, than what he's shown. Uh, Prosser, when we've put in the lineup, obviously he's a depth player, but, uh, you know, he's played well for us. So it's just a matter of, of getting guys to, to, to play at the level that I, I think that they can play. And, uh, you know, if you look at our game last night against one of the best teams in the NHL, we only gave them seven scoring chances, five on yeah. five. You know, that's one of our best numbers of the year uh, with, the, with that group of six defensemen. They had a few, obviously, on, on their power play. Uh, it's a tough power play that everybody in, in all 31 teams knows exactly what they're going to do. We know exactly who they're trying to hit. But for years and years, not a lot of teams have been able to take them away. That's how skilled and good they are. Uh, but I do believe that, you know, five on five last night, our group of six played well. We've got some decisions to make. We've got a lot, a lot of hockey to be played here in the next uh, two weeks. So uh, we'll do what's best for the team, and hopefully our guys play up to their potential and play real well for us. Yeah, and you got a, a real interesting week, a couple with the Rangers, a couple with the Islanders. Uh, it's a New York state of mind week, and you're a yeah. former coach from New York, so exactly. uh, I'm sure it's always a bit of a thrill to go back to the Garden. Best of luck this week, Elaine. Thanks for doing this, and, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Take care of yourself. Special thanks to Elaine Vigneault for joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily and uh, on the radio show as well. Flyers and Rangers tonight. Um, last week was a rough week of hockey. The Flyers losing three out of four. Uh, losing those games to Pittsburgh and and Washington back home, then winning on Tuesday against the Buffalo Sabres in a shootout, and then the loss on Thursday and on uh, Saturday evening. A new week is here, and this is a really big week. As Elaine talked about in the interview, he feels like his team is close. They're playing better hockey. They have to eliminate some of the mistakes and some of the lulls that have been really costly in the beginning of periods or right after they score. But if they can do that, uh, the way they're playing and the process and the mechanics of how they're playing uh, may be poised for a team that's about to go on a run. Now would be as good a time as any. They face the New York Rangers tonight, got the Islanders later this week, and it's time to get a move on. Very excited for the game tonight, and we'll break it down on tomorrow's episode. In the meantime, everybody, enjoy your hockey tonight, stay safe, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily. Why don't you ask? Tatiana